Hi, welcome to the Business Vitality Podcast. I am your host, Katherine Canty. You can learn more about me and my team at KatherineCanty.com. For more than two decades, I have been able to travel the country and help other people grow their business. From those experiences, I was able to work with a proposal team that generated success 90% of the time for over a decade. We have created a leadership coaching program that is creating 100% measured results as seen by the leaders, peers, and stakeholders. And finally, I have spent nearly a decade in boardrooms, corporate boardrooms, where we are learning what's working and what's not. And more importantly, we're able to take the communication from the boardroom and get it down to the front line so execution is easier to implement. You know, from all these experiences, we created a framework called Business Vitality. These are all of the best practices of leaders and and opportunities that have been coming up decade after decade. And a lot of this stuff has been in practice for more than 20 years, 30 years and beyond. And what we're learning is a lot of these folks that are remaining vital in business today are having to think differently. And to share a quote from one of my CEOs that I've worked with in the past, he told me all day long he can hire folks, but what he needs more of are people who think outside the box. So in an effort to pay it forward and celebrate successes, we are going to be sharing stories of leaders who are thinking differently and remaining vital in business today. Please stick to the end and we will share how you can be a guest on the show. And thanks so much for being here. Shanu Mehta, you are the founder of MMC Receipt, found on the web at mmreceipt.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Catherine. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. So, Shanu, can you tell us at a really high level, what does MMC Receipt do? MMC Receipt is a receipt capturing app. You must have heard of a lot of receipt capturing app out there in the market. So, usually few of them take the power of OCR. Few of them, they rely on machine learning to make the tool intelligent. And at the end of the day, everybody has to have some human checks to make uh, sure the accuracy is correct. So we have combined all the three things. We are leveraging the power of all three. So our app captures, processes it, and pushes into the accounting software of your choice. Or if you don't have an accounting software, you can download it in Excel and keep it with you. I love this. And um, I shared before we jumped on this that I have suffered from trying to keep up with countless receipts over the years. You know, I spent so much time on the road um, just trying to keep up with little receipts and big receipts and hotels and big dinners. And then you get back to the office and then somebody in the auditing area or finance, they want to know where my receipts are and it never fails. There's always that one that's missing. So I can relate to this. quite a boring job or, you know, even not, you, you don't feel great that, you know, somebody is asking, hey, give me all your receipts from the last weekend of fun you had. I don't think it's a very interesting <laughs> conversation to have. So, tell, yeah. tell me, um, so, you know, I feel the pain and, and tell me, how did you get into this or what spurred you to kind of dabble into this and then just continue just to let it grow? Do you mind telling me about the background? Sure. So basically, um, as we were discussing uh, before the podcast that um, we have a company called MMC Convert where we migrate data from one platform to another. Once the data is migrated into an accounting platform, usually people um, want us to do their bookkeeping for them. 
So we have a team of uh, accountants, bookkeepers who would do the accounting. And we usually love to work with small and medium businesses. So one day when we were in our Chicago office, office there are two absolutely amazing women, Irene and Verena. They run a cafe. And just before the tax season, they came up with a shoebox. And they're like, here are the receipts. And they were like, you know, uh, when we opened that, there was a coffee spilled on it and we couldn't see anything. And they were like, now, you know, we have to uh, get our accounts updated. We have to file tax, but we are in a mess. We didn't see, we, we didn't think that, you know, that we are going to come with a shoebox and we opened it and there's all over this coffee and you can't read anything. And that's when we thought that, you know, we should have done it six months ago and it should have been done in real time. But obviously we didn't have all the parameters that time to get in place. So we actually made this app for our in-house uh, clients who were, uh, we were doing bookkeeping for them. But then uh, we thought that it's working well. Why not roll it out for more small uh, and medium businesses who might need it? And they should not be worried at the end of the, you know, just at the brink of the tax season that, hey, where are my receipts? I think we can all relate as we're we're approaching that tax time of the year and we're all pulling out folders or shoe boxes with information. <laughs> and then I personally know my CPA is reaching out um, and, and looking at, you know, some real estate stuff that we've done. And he said, okay, I need the detail on all this stuff. And I'm thinking, oh man, where did all that stuff go? I got to go dig it up. And it's in the back of the closet somewhere. So what you're saying it Even like sense. if you have a shoebox, that's okay. But you know, somebody needs to just give us a shoebox, and we have a team who can probably just you know help you with clicking and you know putting all in one place. So if all you have to do is just reach out, we will find somewhere or the other to input the data in our system. I love that. Can you talk a little bit about the business that you were working with or the business that you were in that kind of led you to this? Uh, are you talking about the integration sides of it? That. Yeah. So, so you said you did the scanning for a client just, and you know, you, you mentioned it as a test almost to an existing client, which I think that's really important today because businesses need to keep evolving to the market needs. And you would not have known that you needed to scan receipts if you weren't out there talking to your customers and understanding their pain points. And then you had a business that obviously brought you to the table before you saw that need. Do you mind talking about that? And and how yeah. is that transitioning with the MMR receipt? Okay, so what you said is absolutely correct. When we are talking to our customers, we just figured out that they're absolutely amazing with the domain they are in. If they are running a cafe, they know exactly what kind of coffee their customers like. If they're running a, let's say, a, a flower shop or something. So usually people are very good with whatever business they are into and they're passionate about it. But accounting and finance is something, um, okay, like I'll do it. You know, I'll cross that bridge when it comes kind of thing. And usually we procrastinate those things, which seems difficult to us to comprehend. So we were trying to simplify things just by the way of conversation that, okay, you know, let's just go to the first basic principle of that. Why you're not giving us receipt. Is there anything we can help you with? So having those casual conversation with your customers, I think, um, you know, it could be over a Zoom call or a personal meeting, but those ideas are lying in those casual conversations which you might not even realize. So I think being in touch with your customers so that they can feel open to talk about the pain point. And you, you don't have to grow that big that you feel unaccessible to your clients and customer that, hey, you know, I will just talk 
point to point. Only these are the problems, these are the solution. You should be able to talk about the holistic environment in the customer, in your, your client is working with. So I think that has really helped grow from one business to another, convert lead to build MMC books. MMC book lead us to break, build MMC receipt. And MMC receipt build us to, to uh, took us to uh, start with MMC VA. So it's been an organic journey of just interacting with the customers. I think that's brilliant. And I've worked with um, C-suite leaders in the past, and it truly can be as simple as being in their office and looking at the stack of paper that they're obviously avoiding. It's at the corner of the desk and it never has moved. And, and I've asked questions to them. I said, what, what is that stack? And they just roll their eyes and they're just like, I can't deal with it. I don't want to deal with it. And I said, well, why is it there? And they said, I have to deal with it at some point. And so when you get in with them and you hear their pain, like what you said, their pain points, you can really create solutions, co-create solutions with them uh, because you find that they probably are willing to pay for that if they can just get it off their desk. And you probably are smart enough to figure out what the solution is since you're sitting in the office and and being able to talk to them. So I love that. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, you just summarized in a very, uh, in a perfect way that if you actually, there are two kinds of products which you can sell. You might have read about it. Either you're giving painkillers or you're giving vitamins. So painkillers are need to have products, but vitamins are nice to have products but we soon get used to them and then they become painkillers. So I think, you know, it's, it's kind of a sweet spot in between both. If you're able to find it, people will definitely love to pay for it. I love that. I think that's brilliant. And you said that the, um, the MMC, MMC receipt, um, it offers OCR, which is the optical character recognition. I remember that from the bank days. And then you also talked about two other things that it's doing to read. Do you mind talking about those so people understand um, what it is that's backing up this image and, and helping manage that information. Sure. sure. So let's say you go out for a coffee to a Starbucks and you just click the picture of your receipt and through MMC receipt, or maybe you have the picture in your phone and you upload it on our receipt. Now our receipt will process it. It will put vendor name as Starbucks, the, the line item details that you had a coffee, you had a mock-up and everything in detail. But the problem comes that you as a business owner might not know how to account it, which particular accounting code that is your accountant or a bookkeeper job. So our receipt app will process this. It will read all the characters, fill in the gaps. And then we we are using the power of machine learning so that anywhere in the world, if somebody has put Starbucks as a vendor name and their accountant has coded it into means or food expenses, our app will quickly pick that up and give up a tentative go that, hey, it should be going to meals. And then a human check to verify it. So this is the part that we think we are good at. We, we bring 50 years of accounting expertise as a firm stems from a, a 50 year old account a consultancy company. So we uh, took this collective intelligence together while building our app. Yeah, it's um, it's aggregating all that past experience and ordering for the, the customers to benefit from all of that the aggregation of data that you've collected, which I think helps just speed up the process, which is great. And you said that you're global, is is that correct? Yes. So global by by that we means US, Canada, Australia, UK, all these four um, are our target markets. We have clients who love our app, and we uh, so just as we are talking, my 
uh, founder is taking a call from somebody in Dominican Republic and they want to uh, use the app for 100 uh, of their clients and all of them are SMEs. So what I love about our work is that it is making, you know, for big companies and corporates, you have lots of accounting softwares and a lot of help. But if you're able to solve one pain point for SMEs and, in, and improve their cash flow, I think that is what I, I think that, you know, that is the impact I would like to make. I think that's wonderful. And tell me, okay, so I saw on your um, LinkedIn page, I like this quote, and I wanted you to talk about it. It says that, um, that, that you shared focusing too much on the things that are going to change in the future, rather than focusing on the things which are never going to change in the future. So talk about that in your mindset and, and how, how that's been impactful for you. Yeah, so uh, in technology, have Moore's law that technology is changing so fast that what is applicable today might be redundant 18, year, 18 months from now. And uh, we, we can all see that, like it took Microsoft a decade to reach a millions of customers. Facebook could only do it in seven years or uh, Instagram could do it in three years. So with that pace, everything is changing so fast. So we keep a focus on then what is changing and then jump on the wave. But I feel that we also have to focus on things which are not changing in future. Nobody, even 50 years from now, nobody is going to think, hey, I want a difficult app. This is too easy for me. Or nobody is like, hey, I want, you know, a very expensive app. This is too cheap for me. So I think we need to focus on these parameters which are not going to change. Everybody is going to love comfort. Everybody is going to like if you are making a more time for them. Everybody is going to love it if you can simplify things. So while making an app or while solving a problem, you have to take care of these factors which are not going to change even after two decades or whatsoever time. So that is what I strongly believe. Like our core uh, features should always be satisfying these four or five things which are not going to change in future. I think it's brilliant. There's so many things that are not going to change, um, even though everything else could be escalating much faster um, and figuring out what those cores are and being able to make it simple and, and think about the customer experience is, is just really in user experience is, is important for business. Um, you also say that or, or shared that you've mentored probably over a hundred different females. Do you mind talking a little bit about that and what that's been like? And do you have a formal process or... Tell me a little bit about that. Uh, so I'm very proud to say that out of 500 team members we have, we have 90% women team members. And I didn't do it on purpose. It's just like we, we developed the community like that. And then somehow in a very non-structured way it happens. But I'm, I'm happy that 90% of this team is women and they bring great energy on the table. Once I started doing that and I could see the difference that these women, these amazing women are making in their lives because once they're able to control their finances in India, they were able to control their other parameters of life as well. So then we started um, an NGO which stems from our group, which is Earth Sangini. Uh, it's a Sanskrit word. Earth means economics in Hindi and Sangini means friend. So we are the economical, economic friend to women of lower uh, section of society in India. So women who are in unorganized sector and they don't know what to do with the money they are earning, but they don't know how to multiply it. They don't understand that how they can use it to be self-employed. So we help uh, uh, women of that 
income group and make them financially independent. I think that is brilliant. It gives me chills. Do you have a particular success story that you're proud of from that work? Yes, absolutely. So this year we have been able to launch three micro units. I like to call them units because they are manufacturing units. So I, I call them micro units. So we launched three micro units. One is a sanitary pad making unit. In India, as tabooed it is, first of all, it is taboo to call talk about periods. And then over on top of that, there are women who are not using tampons or sanitary pads, they are using cloth, which is definitely unhygienic. And because they are easily available at home and a lot of them can't afford it. So we set up a sanitary pad unit. So you won't believe we did a camp and there were some 10 women who, who they were like, hey, we want, what is this thing? We want to know how it is used and how can we make it? And can we make it? And can we use it regularly? And all that excitement was uh, so encouraging. We set up that unit. Now that unit make two lakh pads by lakh, I mean 200,000 pads every month. And then with the help of our CSR partners, um, we are able to distribute it to two lakh women in remote parts of the country. So I think it's a two-way win-win situations, women who are developing it, who are making it, mm -hmm. they are also financially independent. And then we are able to distribute it to girls who are going to school, who are probably, you know, in, in India, there's a very peculiar thing. When a woman, when a girl starts to get their periods, their parents stop them from coming to school because they think, you know, it's going to complicate things for them. But because of this, if there are girls who can continue to go to school and just uh, be comfortable in taking their education ahead, I think uh, it gives me cheer. It, it gives me lots of happiness to be able to do that. Yeah, that is exciting. And then you think about you've gone global with your business and you have found a way to empower the women that are in your business to be able to create these units that create micro businesses that then create a way to teach them about about wealth and taking care of themselves and their families in ways that they traditionally probably haven't been empowered to do so. And then for them to build a business much like you did, but then to have that business empower young women and, and, you know, just women that are in your, in these communities is really full circle and global in thought and impact and um, not just about taking receipts and, and taking images, but really creating an yeah. empowerment. But I would not take credit away from my clients as well, because um, every time they buy any of our product or service, we have given a, a way that, you know, we have given the stories of all these wonderful women. If, if they want to uh, add $2, $3, $5, they happily do it. And we've got lots of love from our clients worldwide. They always, uh, you know, uh, they are part of it. And that's how we are able to help so many women. So it's actually a full cycle. That is fantastic. Congratulations on all of your work and the growth and the opportunities that you're finding. And um, I'm excited for, for what you're doing and even what you have next that you don't even know what you have for you. So it just sounds like wonderful things are heading your way. Is there, um, is, if someone wanted to learn more about you and your MMC receipts business, or even, you know, to support the work that you're doing to empower these ladies, how is the best way to get in touch with you or what are some good next steps? So as you mentioned, uh, www.mmcdc.com, that's our web. We can be uh, contacted through email, phone number, 
there is a phone number on that. We have a 24 hour chat support. Uh, whenever you will buy a product, you will get uh, uh, an option to contribute to the women in India. So yeah, I think that's the best way. And I'm quite uh, 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 active on LinkedIn. So if anybody wants to reach out with any of the questions or queries or any kind of support that I can offer, I'm more than happy. Thank you so much for being here and sharing your message. Shanu Mehta, uh, you are the founder of MMC Receipt, found on the web at mmcreceipt.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Catherine. It was a pleasure to talk to you. My team and I just want to say thank you for tuning in to the Business Vitality Podcast. We really appreciate you being here. If you know of another leader, another CEO, a founder who has another success story that they are willing to share and be able to pay it forward, we would love to highlight their stories on this podcast. You can find more information at katherinecanty.com. And in the meantime, if you could take a minute and rate this show, that would be super helpful because that's going to allow more people like you to find us in order to continue to pay it forward. Again, if you need to learn any additional information, we are happy to help. You can find us more at katherinecanty.com. You can also find us on LinkedIn with my name, Katherine Canty. Thanks so much for being here.